Konnichiwa and welcome to another episode of Japan Rugby Weekly. I'm Doug the Translator and this week I'll be giving you an update on all the new big name signings throughout the Japan Rugby League One. Ikimashou! Welcome back everyone to another episode of Japan Rugby Weekly. Uh, this will be another short and sharp one, haven't given you an update on all the news uh, throughout rugby in Japan, so I thought I'd just quickly do that. There's been a few big names, uh, either moving club or signing uh, from overseas, so I'd like to just quickly get into that. But before I do, just a quick update on what's happening in Japan for anyone who's not around here. Uh, it's getting a little bit colder, pretty cold for a September a little bit chilly, a little bit uh, rainy. COVID situation hasn't really changed much. Still in a state of emergency. Um, and for anyone who's not over here, uh, yeah, state of emergency doesn't hasn't really been doing too much, to be fair. Um, Japan isn't uh, in any kind of lockdown, but the state of emergency is basically uh, advises everyone to kind of stay home. But yeah, nothing really happens if they don't and advises restaurants and bars and stuff to... Uh, not sell alcohol and to close by 8 p.m. Um, but I mean, looking at the news, looking at a lot of posts on Instagram, looks like uh, it's not really working. And yeah, the uh, country's slowly getting vaccinated. I've got my two shots now. So yeah, so hopefully um, it means that everyone will be able to travel, get into Japan soon, and we'll be able to start the season off with a bang in uh, January. For our for the first ever season of uh, Japan Rugby League One, so it should be a goodie. Hopefully, we can have crowds. Obviously, New Zealand is in a lockdown at the moment. Uh, didn't have any cases for a long time, but one of the Delta ones got through, so they're in a real strict lockdown. But yeah, I mean, it's weird to think that they're in a big lockdown, and us in Japan, we've got. I think uh, Japan, I think, has just hit 1.5 million cases or something. I think, which is obviously a lot more than New Zealand. It's more than uh, it's about a quarter of the uh, New Zealand population, but they're in a big lockdown and we're not. So yeah, uh, interesting times. Um, but yeah, like I said, hopefully we get a bit of normalcy soon. Just uh, haven't really been able to check out my new area in Sagamihara uh, because of all this COVID stuff. Uh, it'll be great to be able to check it out before it gets too cold and hopefully I can do that. But um, yeah, we'll get straight into a bit of this news. Uh, like says in the title, the big one for anyone who uh, follows Japanese rugby will be the fan favourite, one of the legends of Japanese rugby who's also had a stint at the Highlanders and was the first Japanese player to play uh, Super Rugby, I think, uh, is Tanaka Fumiyaki, Fumiyaki Tanaka, but he uh, has announced that he's leaving Yokohama Cannon Eagles, who he was with for two years, uh, and he is going to the NEC Green Rockets. So NEC is a team that uh, Michael Chika is taking over as the kind of director of rugby role. And they've got a few uh, big names coming. One more uh, is Jake Ball, who's been kept about 50 times for Wales, I think, uh, is going there as well. So that's a pretty, uh, those are two big names. Uh, obviously, uh, Fumi's getting on in years, so not too sure how long he'll uh, still be playing. But I think, uh, yeah, anyone who remembers uh, his stint in the Highlanders in New Zealand will uh, will probably be watching NEC with a bit of interest now. And they've also got uh, a few rumours that uh, Finn Russell will be coming from the UK 
uh, to be one of the tens, the fly halves, the standoffs, the first fives, whatever you want to call it. Uh, at NEC, I don't think that's been confirmed, but there's a few rumours. Uh, so yeah, that'll be pretty uh, interesting to see if Fumi and Finn Russell can be a 9-10 pairing at some stage. Uh, and speaking of the Kenan Eagles who lost Tanaka Fumiaki, they've got a couple of locks coming in. One is Liaki Mori, uh, big monster. He was previously at the Hinoa Red Dolphins, and he is also one of the uh, fan favourites at uh, the Sunwolves as well. I had the pleasure of meeting him a few months ago at the Sunwolves last time, and great guy, a uh, lot of experience. Big boy as well, 197 centimetres, 114 kgs, uh, and he's not the only lock signing. They've also got Corey Hill, uh, Wales International, who's uh, big big as well, 196 196 centimetres, 717 kgs, so they'll be uh, pretty handy pickups for Cannon in their lock department. Lock is one of the big positions that uh, Japanese teams target, obviously, uh, with Japanese people tending to be a bit on the shorter side. We also have uh, big signing news for the Shizuoka Blue Revs, who were previously uh, Yamaha. They have just gotten the big Australian number eight, Izzy Naisarani, so... Uh, that's a big coup for them. Previously, uh, a player for the Rebels in the Super Rugby, but that'll be a big pickup. And he'll be joining uh, former Coca-Cola Japan International, uh, Marujin Idawa as well, as well as uh, Clinton Schwart and Keegan Ferrier. So uh, they got a few a few new uh, foreign signings there. I think Jean, Marujin, uh, he's going to be Class is Japanese soon, I think. Uh, has played for Japan, been here for a long time, went to uni here as well. Uh, so yeah, looks like they're going to get a strong, strong team. Obviously a lot of different teams are signing a lot of new players, a lot of internationals. I uh, don't think it's been announced what kind of what the rules are going to be in terms of internationals and how many people can uh, have in their team. So it'll be interesting to see the makeup. There might be a few of those big names missing out of teams or being on the bench Uh just because of all the foreigner rules that we've got here. So that, again, will be interesting to see. Hopefully uh, hopefully it grows the interest of Japanese rugby abroad. And um, yeah, we can get a bit more, a few more eyes on eyes on our games and uh, we can make the Japan Rugby League one, one of the best leagues in the world. But yeah, it's crazy. Still, I think it's crazy uh, to name it something that sounds like a rugby league uh, tournament, but we'll get used to it. We'll get used to it. But just to finish up on the... Uh, Rumours. Uh, this one hasn't been confirmed yet, but there's uh, talks that Blair Cohen uh, is leaving London Irish, and it sounds like he's going to be coming to a Japanese team, so it'll be interesting to see where he's going to be. Um, and for anyone who hasn't heard yet as well, we've got a few players joining the Black Rams Tokyo. One is Michael Stolberg, who uh, played for the Sunwolves and was at Kintetsu last year. Uh, so a lock be a good signing for them um, seeing as they've lost uh, Michael Broadhurst and they also have uh, the UK fullback Harry Melinda uh, joining them as well so a few new signings there still only young, uh, 25 years old uh, so it'll be interesting to see how he goes real tall for a fullback, 195 centimetres if he was born in Japan there's no way they'd let him play fullback he'd be a lock for sure then he also plays a bit of 10-12 uh, so I'm not too familiar with uh, the UK rugby scene so yeah, make sure you comment or uh, send a message through on Instagram if I've gotten any 
uh, thing wrong. I uh, would love to learn a bit more about the game up north. So, uh, and then lastly, with my own team, uh, the Mitsubishi Sagamihara Dynabores, uh, we've recently announced that we are getting South African Dylan Nell uh, joining us from November. He's currently playing for Otago in the Bunnings uh, Cup, which was previously known as the Maritain Cup. Uh, being number eight there, I think he's been playing quite well for Otago, so it'll be exciting to see uh, how he goes in the Japanese league. We have also got uh, Sam Chonkit from the Senex Monokata Blues joining us. Big lock slash uh, back row, number six, coming. Uh, it's a great acquisition. He's tall, athletic, uh, good guy as well. So yeah, that, that pretty much uh, does it for all the updates. So sorry, it's another short episode, but having given you guys much news regarding the new competition, so I thought I'd better give you a bit of an update. Uh, before we go, do a Japan word of the week. Uh, last time when we did one of these uh, updates, I the word I used was betsubara, which for anyone who hasn't seen that yet, it means separate stomach, but it's something, uh, it's basically saying that sweet things dessert is betsubara, uh, meaning that you've always got room for dessert because it goes into a different stomach. Uh, but this week I'll use one that's kind of similar, which is kuchi sabishi. Kuchi means uh, mouth. Sabishi is kind of like lonely. So basically it means your mouth is lonely, but you use it uh, when you kind of eat out of boredom. So you've got uh, nothing to do. Uh, so you're just kind of eating to kill time maybe. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, something that I think everyone does. So when you're watching TV or uh, watching a movie, you just uh, start eating a packet of chips and then suddenly it's all gone. Maybe it's just me, but uh, yeah, that's uh, Kuchi Sabishi. You can use that the next time you are eating for the sake of it. I think a few people in New Zealand might be doing that now in level three or level four lockdown. Got nothing to do, so you just eat a packet of chips, salt and vinegar. Oh, how good. But thanks again for joining me for another episode of Japan Rugby Weekly. If you've got any questions, anything you want to know about Japan, about the rugby scene, about uh, anything really regarding Japan or me as a translator, uh, make sure you fire them through. And we've got a few big guests planned to come on over the next few weeks, so look forward to those. And I'll uh, talk at you again next week. Thanks and uh, gambate. Gambate.